jamming on the J-O-B with Shawnee Scott and Mel's on the M-I-C. Hey, we are back jamming on the job. Shawnee Scott's here with you. Mel's on the M-I-C there. So What's it's good? good to be back jamming on the job back in the United States. How's your day, Mel's? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. How are you today on this? Uh, what, what today is? I, I haven't lost track. It's today been... is um today's Thursday. Oh, okay. I don't feel bad because I've been trying to figure out what day it is too <laughs> ever since i got back it's like okay today is what i already know you totally discombobulated because you know once you leave the country and then you crossed over into what three or four different time zones yeah you're gonna be nah, all just totally one lost. Just, okay yeah just one time zone going down to the caribbean is the the thing that gets me um well it's not really going out of the country it's getting on the boat yes, if i go yes, on a cruise right, right. and coming back trying to get adjusted to being on land. The sea legs. been on water. Got your sea legs. All that time. But, you know, when I was down in the Bahamas, I saw a lot of nice, beautiful things in um, Nassau. Mm-hmm. Because at Coco Cay, you know, that's just the island where you go to go have fun. They right. got all the games and stuff set up over there. Right. But in Nassau, you know, that's where people live, the farms and all that. And they got all kind of animals and livestock there, right. you know. So I was sitting there. Thinking, enjoying one of my uh, bohemian drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, I got a question for males when I get back. <laughs> okay. Males. Okay, what's the question? <laughs> do you know where chocolate milk comes from? It comes from chocolate milk. comes from, what is it? Ain't it, don't it come, it, okay, I know it starts with a cow. <laughs> I know it comes from a cow. <laughs> now, now, as far as the chocolate part, I, that's what, you know, I don't know. That, that I that, I guess they throw in chocolate powder in the milk. I'm I'm assuming so. Yes, that's absolutely right. But do you know that seventy percent of American adults, adults, not kids, seventy percent of American adults think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. What? What brown? What? <laughs> what the hell is wrong Number with you one. people? I I, inc- I I have never seen an all brown cow. I've seen a brown cow with white spots but, or a, a white cow with brown spots. But, yeah, they think that, that chocolate milk come from brown cows. Let's rewind the tape here. Let's rewind the tape here. Now, you said this is adults. Are you sure this is adult? now, adults? Adults. What, what age range are we talking about adults here? Is this Because the only word I can put in front of adults is alleged adults. Because I don't know if this, this is not accurate. You mean to tell me there are grown-ass people on planet Earth in America right now telling you that they got chocolate cows out here in these streets? 18 plus. What the hell is wrong with yep. you people? What the hell is wrong with you the, people? What the the innovation, the innovation center of U.S. Dairy ran this report. They did this, and they just asked people. They did a survey. It's a real survey. Lord have mercy. Um, seven. Yeah, we're that, doomed. Yeah, we're doomed. Yeah, <laughs> we're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. I mean, never mind what they say in the Bible about the apocalypse and all that stuff. Stupid people will bring about the apocalypse and Jesus coming back. It's it's written. It's it's predetermined. Yeah, because y'all y'all too damn stupid. Y'all didn't elected this man president. You mean it? So that means to tell me that that I, I, I'm just dumbfounded right now. Okay, but don't wait, wait, wait. Don't be too dumbfounded because I I read it wrong. Let me let me read it again. Okay, you. okay, read it's it a, again. It's a it's a real survey. Okay, and they found that. Seven percent of American adults surveyed mm-hmm. think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows, and forty-eight percent of adults surveyed admitted to not being sure of where chocolate milk comes from. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That still makes it over 50% of Americans still don't know what the hell is going on. Adults. And, and pretty much. Adult the, Americans. And, 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 and when you think about it as well, that is also the margin of victory for Donald Trump. So <laughs> that tells you right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that uh, well. More than half of Americans is, are, are too stupid to recognize. I mean, I, maybe it's because they may be reading the question or hear, hearing the question wrong. Because they're like, where you get chocolate milk from? And they're probably thinking it's like one centralized location, like a chocolate damn cow. I mean, I don't, I mean, that's how I would hear the question. And I would probably, <laughs> and on first instinct, and on first instinct, I would probably say a chocolate cow. <laughs> like on first instinct. I don't know why. I guess that's just people's mental and how they put pictures together in their heads. That's the only reason. Because you can't be that dense. You can't be that dense. You cannot be that dense. You I, I I refuse to think that you are that dense. I, as an well, adult. <laughs> child, well, some yes. people, some people don't know where what beef is. They don't know that beef comes from the cow. They think the hamburger. You know, they don't think that they don't know that the hamburger is beef. And now that, I that comes that. from the cow. Now I could buy. Well, that. how could you buy that? How could you buy that? Well, where does it come from then? It's it's a hamburger. It's, <laughs> okay so where does the hamburger come from how do you make a hamburger a hamburger <laughs> what did the so they you just pulled this put it with uh, the burger <laughs> nah that's crazy to me that you don't know that a hamburger is beef beef a beef patty is hamburger which comes from a cow a hamburger, uh, uh, I mean, uh, is it uh, <laughs> a hamburger animal? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, people, I mean, that's why I say people, people, when you think about these things, when immediately we can't, I mean, I know for one that I have to admit that I am hard on people who if this millennium can't figure out where something comes from, when especially when you got smartphones and dumb people. <laughs> the two that, that, that so i know i'd be a little bit hard but some somebody told me the other day that was funny uh my man burt's put this on twitter we was having a debate about human intelligence and the lack of thereof of human intelligence and he says really you can't get mad that god didn't hand out intelligent brains to everyone because i literally just punched myself in the balls just now trying to kill a fly so <laughs> we're not all so at mo so we all don't really think clearly at the end of the day. There's moments and times where we have lapses in judgment, and sometimes it happens when you have a survey question asked of you. Where do you think a hamburger comes from? A hamburger. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. You have those lapses. Wow. Judgment. So I, I don't want to be too hard on people who think that. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Let mm -hmm. me see how your brain's working today. <laughs> which is which is heavier? Which is heavier? Oh lord. A pound of feathers or a pound of rocks? See, I hate this question. You asked me this question before, and I hate this question. I hate it. I hate What's this question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 I mean, of course, my natural instinct is going to say a pound of bricks. I didn't even put bricks in the well, question. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Uh, I said a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks. A pound of rocks, of course, naturally. That's the per that's that's what your mental is going to take. It's the pound of rocks. Okay, but what's the answer? A pound of rocks. Okay, but a pound is a pound. So <laughs> they weigh the same. It's a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks. Which one is heavier? Yeah, which one? A pound is a pound. A pound is a pound. So, so equal. if 
a pound is a pound. That's what I'm saying. A pound is a pound. You see what a pound I mean? You see what, you see what I mean? Though? You see what a I mean? I'm literally pound. sitting here infuriated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am infuriated right now. <laughs> if it was a pound of bricks, a pound of rocks, a pound of people, a pound of eggs, a pound of butter, a pound is a pound. Oh, I hate that question. It infuriates me to no end. Yeah. Because it's a listening so, question. It's a listening question, essentially. Uh, uh, yes, and and that's the thing. When someone's talking to you, you should always be listening to what they what they're saying. If you don't have time to listen, then tell them hold up, give me a minute, because that's how you get got, that's and your, that's how you get in a situation. So you should always have the time to listen, and listen, and not think about what you're going to say before the person finishes. Listen to what they got to say. You never know. So let me your, ask you that, again. That's your hashtag Thursday thoughts. Oh, I had so many Thursday thoughts today because I, you know, I was just to the roof with some people. This is my Thursday. This is my real Thursday thought. Okay. If peace, Mm P-E-A-C-E, is what you really want, that's what you're striving for in your life, then why do you keep chasing all this hell? Why? Eliminate it. Get rid of it. If peace is what you want. You can't get peace in the midst of hell. You just can't. It's not gonna happen. I can I can I respond to that? I have a reply for that. Mm-hmm. Reply. Uh, bo- peace is boring. <laughs> peace is boring. That let some folks tell it. That's why folks continue to chase through hell and and do the nonsense that they do because they feel like they need to have something going on in their life in order to feel like they're living. Wow, that is sad. I feel sorry for those people, and that's a lot of people. But it's a true statement. It's a true that story. That I'm feeling people sorry don't, for. People don't 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 think about that. That's why they put themselves in the situation repeatedly, repeatedly, over and over again. They can't figure out how to get out of it. That's and, crazy. And then once things start slowing down, they ask themselves, "Why I'm, I must not be doing something? I ain't doing something right. Uh, something got to. I got to do something to make myself no. feel alive on this planet. No, peace is good. I like boring. Peace is fun." <laughs> I don't want none of that drama. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm good too. Now, spe- speaking of drama, you know, there's a lot of um, courtroom drama going on in um, Pennsylvania with Bill Cosby. NBC Bill Cosby. What up? So you know, the judge on this case is pissed. That's the only word I know to use. So the juries come back and they, you know, they can't come to a unanimous decision. And the judge is like, nah, y'all going to figure something out. So he sent them back. So now the jury is upset. You know, they're <laughs> mad because they're like, nah, we ready to go. We can't come to no agreement. You know, what is the problem? But the judge is like, nah, you're going to have to um, figure it out. Now, here are six questions that the jury asked question one was can we see mr cosby's testimony the part where he called the pills his friends Mm -hmm. we need to see the whole context Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. the bill said the pills was his friend oh yes he referred to them as disco biscuits wow okay here's one of his quotes i have three friends for you to make you relax Mm -hmm. really pills bill come on now Uh uh-huh okay Question two was, 
We would like to see evidence from C-27 and C-43. Okay. Commonwealth exhibits 27 through 43 compromise of a wider portion of Cosby's deposition from more than 10 years ago. Among the topics that were covered in these portions of the deposition include how Cosby met the lady and when he developed a romantic interest in her. Mm -hmm. Um, Cosby's description of what he says was a romantic encounter with her before the night of the alleged assault. And Cosby's description of what he says happened on the night of the alleged assault. Mm -hmm. That includes all the testimony covered in question one. Okay. 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 All right. Question three was, will you please define what it means in count three without her knowledge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So they need, so they need more info. Yeah. Well, these, yeah, these are the questions that they're asking. The jury asked the court to define the phrase without her knowledge in the third count of the aggravated incident assault, um, that he's charged with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has something to do with him. The third count has something to do with him administering uh, the drugs. Right. Because his it, his friends. Right. Right. Because if she <laughs> because if he if he is telling her in advance that he has these drugs and she still consents to accepting whatever he has, Bill's beating the charge. Yeah. So she can't use without her knowledge. Bill's going to beat the charge just based off that fact alone. So if wow. he if he made the reference to it and said, "Hey, I got that, I got, I got, I got that. three friends. Got you want me, my you. three I, friends?" I got, if just him saying that alone is, and she said, and if she continues on and says yes, hey, mm-hmm. you know that's that's what it is. And my friends gonna help you relax. Okay, here we go. Question four is: Can we see the initial report to the Durham police or what the court reporter recorded of that interview of the? Uh, the lady Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, andrea mm -hmm. andrea constant that's her name okay so they're asking for that question five is can we hear or see the testimony of andrea constant from the night of the incident on the witness stand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so wow that tells me there's a lot of doubt their question well that's that's that that's that's a reasonable doubt there according to that jury that's what they feel well, here's and here's the last question. Can we hear the Richard Schaffner testimony about his talk with Mr. Cosby? Um, Richard is a he's a policeman mm-hmm. from um, the Pennsylvania Township Police Department. And he testified last week about the 2005 interview that he gave Bill about the alleged assault. So they want to hear that, mm-hmm. see that and find out what happened. But um, they ready to go home, so they probably gonna come back and tell this judge, "Listen, look, man, <laughs> we still ain't, we don't agree, right? Because it's one black man, one black woman, and then the rest of them white men and women. Oh, that's I a, can't that, remember that, that's a done deal right there. That tells me right there everything I need to know. That champ, if anything, if you saw the People versus O.J. Simpson, if you saw that and. You saw how that jury, uh, what, what what was fascinating about that show is they took you behind the scenes of what the jury was thinking uh, when they came up with that no guilty verdict. And uh, and like I said, that's from those questions, from what they're telling me about those questions that they're asking and asking for further instruction on, that there is a lot of reasonable doubt that will get Bill Cosby exonerated from this case. That, that, I mean, that's what it tells me. I'm not All right, here it is. Either. I'm not a expert either, so let me be clear on that. It's a 12-person jury, and it's made up of six white men, four white women, one black man, and one 
black woman mm-hmm. and um they could come back with the verdict or they could come back it's three possibilities they mm-hmm. come back guilty on all counts not guilty on all counts or they could have a mixed verdict finding guilty on some charges but not guilty on others right so but right now they can't just agree on nothing uh, uh is there uh, a number of charges do is there a, a certain number of charges he's facing in this particular trial um three charges three charges three, six three questions charges. three charges that's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I'm at analyzing. If there's three charges and six questions, uh, three charges and they're asking six questions, uh, that's at least two questions per charge. Would you say roughly? So if they're asking, uh, but I, I I I have to say it. I think there's too much circumstantial. There's too much reasonable doubt from what we're hearing coming out of that trial and how quickly they're moving. And plus, all it takes is one. All it really takes is one to say I don't agree, and this whole thing is over. Yeah. So I mean, and, and and considering that you got got a brother and a sister in now, that could be the case. I don't want to say it is. I don't want to make no assumption. It is. It could be more. It could be. It could be a fifty-fifty split. You know, half the men, half the women. You know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I I really do believe, and I I I think that Bill Cosby is going to be discharged in this particular instance. As far as the other ones and the other trials, because that's the main thing that they're focusing and using against him is his deposition. The, all of these trials are going to use that one deposition against him. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the question: Will he? Will Will there be more trials after this, or will he? You know, if, but I think he's going to be discharged. I think he's going to be discharged. You think he thinks to beat this charge? I said Finna. Finna? Finna beat that's, this charge. That's your, well, I don't know. I don't know if he fixing to go to jail or he fixing to go home. I just, mm, I just don't a, think it's going to be good. That's what I you, that's, wait, hold on. Are you debating me on Fixer <laughs> and Finna? Fixing to. We, we say fixing to. I'm fixing to. I'm fixing to do whatever, whatever. <laughs> fixing to like what do you? And mm-hmm. then, now, how do you spell fixing to? Okay, here we go with our country grammar word of the day. Let's go. Ah, okay, fixing to. Okay, real quick before you go, before you go, is uh-huh. it? Are you using it separately? Is it fixing or fixing to? Or are you going to combine okay. the two? Which one are you using? You you thinking about this way too much? I, I, the two <laughs> it's go just hand fixing. Hand. It's just fixing to. Fixing to F I X I N T A. I don't know. Fixing to. <laughs> well, I say finna. That's what when we say finna. Uh, finna. F I N N A. Finna. We finna go to the store. We finna do this. We finna go get busy. We finna party this weekend. That's I mean, that's what that's what we go. We don't need the X. I think that's too much emphasis on the X. Fixing. We we fixing to. That's like I'm going to eat oh. with all the, with with like collard green and all the fixings. I'm fixing it. Fix me a plate. That's too much. I'm finna go fix me a plate to eat. See? Country grammar. Country grammar. There it is. Um, speaking of country, cooning. <laughs> <laughs> Tell y'all about this man that most of you love so much. Mr. Steve Harvey. Oh, my God. He is in the news again for this joke that he did on the show Wednesday about the water crisis. In Pl- well, it, OK, let me let me not go report on you. Let me tell the truth. Tell the truth. He, he was actually talking to a listener. It mm-hmm. was one of the listeners from 
um, Detroit that called in, and they were going back and forth about the game because the listener said that uh, Cleveland didn't deserve to win nothing or mm-hmm. something. And, you know, Steve is a big fan of Cleveland. You know, you can't crack no joke on Steve because he's so sensitive. Right. However, he is a comedian. So he, you know, he he made some comments. He said to the man um, that he over there taking showers in silver water, you know, because the man from Flint. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Then when Shirley and them was trying to tell him, okay, here it is. This is exactly what he, he, he said. Um, he asked the guy, you from Flint? And apparently the guy must say, yeah, he said, that's why y'all ain't even got clean water. When was the last time you touched water and it didn't have lead in it? Okay. After that, Shirley and them was trying to tell him to reel it in and to apologize for it. And Steve said, I wasn't talking about the city of Flint. I was talking about him. Then he went on to say, he going to call in and say, no, nah, this is exactly what he said. He he going to call in, say Cleveland don't deserve Jack, and he over there bathing in all that silver water. Mm-hmm. Now, what he didn't know was that the caller was still on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before he hung up, Steve says, one more thing, enjoy your nice brown glass of water. To me, that is just, that, that's a it's a low blow, but I have to say this because I just got through saying this about um, my boy Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. My boy I said huh? this about um, <laughs> yeah, because I I support Bill and saying that he a house nigga. That's his business. If that's what he want to be, if if Bill Maher say that he a monkey, who am I to tell him that he's wrong for calling himself a monkey? Right. So if Bill Maher want to call himself a house nigga, then I'm gonna call him that too. Now, um, and other comedians, you know, so Steve was looking for a laugh. You know, was it tasteful? I, I don't know. He's a comedian. He's, mm-hmm. I don't even like Steve Harvey, so please don't feel like I'm um, defending him because he is rude. I've worked with him in person, um, and he's an ass. He's makes coming to work terrible. Mm. However, the mayor of uh, Flint, she said she wanted an apology. <laughs> she she has put out a statement saying that she would appreciate on behalf of the citizens of this community a public apology. I would love to sit and discuss with you the status of where we are today because she thought it was just in poor taste to, <clears> you know, <throat> go there when they're still going through so many hardships and challenges. Right. Um, I caused mean, by this. But at the same time, it's Steve Harvey. You called in on his show, and he is a comedian. He's a comedian. He's not a broadcaster. And that's what happens when y'all keep hiring all of these people that really don't understand what we do. They don't know that, okay, you got to stay in the middle. Sometimes it's okay to give your opinion, but sometimes you need to keep it to yourself. Right. Because the number one thing, the first thing that you learn if you enroll in any journalism class, broadcasting class, in college is you report the news right. you do not become the news right Man, he... and steve is a comedian and he wants to be the news every day so well, he's getting that work because they dragging him on twitter everywhere on the <laughs> social media sphere for this i mean at the same time my, my thoughts are this i mean 
<laughs> I, I don't see no problem with it. It was a joke. I get the joke. I get it, especially in the context of trash talking. We go hard when we talking trash. You know, I mean, we we, we have a tendency to go there and we go hard. And we and so at the same time, he's got to recognize that you got, you're not having a good look right now, my guy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Steve, you're not having a good look right now. I mean, yes, I get it. That that ego is probably super inflated right now. Uh, uh. Uh, because of the simple fact that he's got all these TV shows coming out and he just signed this big new deal. So he knows he's going to be on the air for a much longer period of time. Uh, so he, he's going to be, he, he, he knows he's going to be fine, but he's got to look at himself from a PR perspective because he is just taking L after L. First you had the Trump thing. Then you had, uh, then you had, uh, yeah, some more stuff that, I mean, that's not even a half of all the stuff that he's just gone through this year. And you just add this on. It's just like, dude, <laughs> dude, I mean, you got to learn to shut up sometimes. I mean, I get it. I get it. But that's but you're definitely right about that. One of the things that they teach us is having a great understanding of communities and the communities that we're speaking to. And you lose mm-hmm. that when you're sitting on when you're in your studio in Hollywood. You know, you lose that perspective from time to time. And I see that happening with him and a whole lot of these big name shows. They lose their perspective because all they're thinking of is the national audience. And they tend to forget that you're also broadcasting the smaller local communities that care about this stuff and can get offended by by your jokes. So you always have to be careful with that kind of stuff. But again, you know, you hire comedians right, instead it, of broadcasters. Same, uh, yeah, he's a comedian. He is a comedian, so he's doing. They they hired him because they wanted the funny. Right. They wanted the funny, and they didn't think about the repercussions with that. And to me, you know, Steve is just he's not he's not an humble person. And I know I can hear him saying, "I am humble." You don't know me, okay? Well, I've been around you enough and listened to you enough. No, I don't think so. That's my opinion. I can have it just like you got your opinions. Right. But um, I just think he's so far gone that, you know, he can't come. You know, it's going to be hard for him to come back. The only way he would come back is if and I don't wish this on him. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to even say it because I don't wish it on him. Right. I wish him, you know, whatever God has for him, you know, that he gets it and he, you know, does whatever. Um, But he just, uh, you know. It's, it's just it's one of those things with with this situation with Detroit, with him making that comment. OK, Michigan, y'all got to un- with I'm sorry, with Flint, you got to understand he's a comedian. He, he's going to poke fun and stuff like that. He pokes fun. It's, it's plenty of other things that he's met, cracked jokes about that could be sensitive. That is not getting this much. You know, we're just too sensitive now. Everything is just the problem. If somebody make a joke about somebody having a crack in their house because they foundation slipping. Oh, they talking about it. You know, just get over it, people. People, everybody. <laughs> my grandmama told me a long time ago, Every guy, everybody got opinions and buttholes. Everybody got one. So, you know, if you know it don't apply to you or that's not you or if it offends you, something like that, then you got to stop supporting it. But if you keep on feeding it, the monster is just going to get bigger. It is going to get bigger. I mean, but and that monster just continues to grow and get bigger. That's that's the thing I find fascinating about it. If, if anything, you know, that has brought more attention to the show because I don't see nobody talking about uh, 
uh, boycotting. I mean, I've seen some some calls. No. For, I've seen some calls for a boycott. Uh, I just read an article about that a few minutes ago. There is some calls for a boycott of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and uh, I, I I I don't think it has to go that far. Should he apologize? Yes, I think he should apologize to the community of Flint. You know, but it's like he said as well. He also dedicated an hour of his talk show. Boy, I get just- the hell out of here. <laughs> don't even finish that statement. <laughs> He dedicated why an hour why, why of his say, show. But why can't we, I say that? I mean, hell, we can. Okay, let's be clear. We can dedicate. But, we can dedicate an hour of our show. I understand okay? that, but who else? We can do that. But let's. But but let's be real here. Let's be honest here. <clears throat> what other? Who? What other? You don't see the view. You don't see uh, uh, the talk or the other one of these daytime talk shows covering this crisis, this story. This okay, story has been you going want for years. You want me to tell you why? Why is that? When it started, they did. However, they know how to stay in their lane and mm-hmm. to not use people's tragedy mm-hmm. to try to build themselves up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. You know, you gave an hour of your show to it. We could all get together. This, this, this We live in the Internet world. Anybody can do an hour show on it. How hard is that? <laughs> you fired all the people in Chicago anyway. So, I mean, what? Did you? I mean, you know. I'm just presenting. I'm just presenting the point of view, the counterpoint of view that he presented, which was with, okay. With, and if he felt he it necessary, and if he felt it necessary to say that and point that out, that I gave an hour of it of that topic to my show, then why even crack a joke like that? If 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 that's your defense, if that's your comeback, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because the bottom line is, you know, I get. What, I, what I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with yeah. you. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but like I said, I'm just I'm just pointing out the point of view that that the, the statement that he gave out, which was that you know I, I dedicated an hour of TV talk time to this show to this crisis and everything that's been happening, and so therefore I feel vindicated and justified in being able to crack a joke about it. I mean, okay, but you know what? This is what gets me. Mm-hmm. People that if I come to you and I say, listen, you offended me. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate da 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 da. Right. I can't stand when somebody say, "Oh well, that's not what I meant," and you know, I was just da da da. Just apologize. It don't matter because mm-hmm. it was my perception. So if the people in Flint feel like you have offended them, just apologize. We don't need to hear out it. Right. Just say, "Well, you know what." It wasn't my, my intent to do that. I I sincerely apologize. My Bang. bad. We ain't got to go through what you done did. That's like me telling you, well, you know, I bought your lunch the other day. And you just just apologize. Just apologize and, and we can move on. I would lot. love to hear that. I would love to hear you finish that scenario just now. <laughs> that I brought you lunch and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that on you. Because you, you noticed I caught myself. <laughs> that's what I said. When I heard that stop, I was the first thing that came to mind was, wait, that's a scenario that I need to hear behind this. That's, that's a true story somewhere in this. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's no true story behind it. But it's just, you know, people that do that, that always try to flip it on you. Right. And yeah, that I have dealt with recently and, and over time. People that try to flip the situation on you when clearly they are in the wrong. It's like you was wrong, dude. You was wrong. I ain't no other way to look at this. You was wrong. But they keep trying to flip it back on you. And that's what I feel like Steve is doing. Steve, these people feel this way. This, ha- this is how they perceived it. Right. You know, 
people that get on the uh i had this conversation with a good friend of mine that was looking for feedback from um an event that they had and what's funny is the same questions that he was asking me he asked the people you know he asked them and they were oh yeah it was great it was great but those same people would come to me shawnee Da, da, da. you know how it is right, they come right. and they tell you everything, everything is wrong right and so in talking to him i was like look they're not going to tell you right there face to face what the issue is you're going to have to send something out for them a survey or something somehow where they can be anonymous because right. they don't want you to know but i'm gonna tell you because i don't care you know <laughs> this is what it is and this is what needs to happen you know, think about it, figure out what you figure out what it is you want to do. And um, at this point, I really don't even know why I started this story. Where was I going? <laughs> my mind I lost. My, I got I got ocean brain. I done lost my train of thought. All the way. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a, well, I got this fascinating story that's been trending that I just saw pop up on my timeline. OK, this is a okay. great story. OK. Uh, in September, a 70 year old, a 71 year old man walked into a Kansas City bank and he, mm-hmm. and he gave the bank teller a note that read, I have a gun. Give me money. OK, mm-hmm. so, of mm-hmm. course, we're going to bank robbery. This is bank robbery. So the teller, mm-hmm. the teller gives him the money. And instead of running away, the guy doesn't run away. He takes the money and he sits down in the lobby of the bank. Just sits down. Chill. OK, <laughs> now. When he was approached by a security guard, he gave himself up. Didn't even put up a fight. Just took him and he took him into custody. No big deal. So, of course, everybody's puzzled. Why would you rob a bank and sit down, take take the money, don't even run with the money, and just go sit down in the, the lobby of the bank? Well, when he was asked by police about the incident, he told investigators that he wrote the robbery note in front of his wife and told her, I would rather be in jail than at your house right now. So, basically, oh, the man... Wow rob the bank just to get the hell away from the house because the woman was driving that much crazy now are you ready for the kicker, What's the kicker? <laughs> he just got sentenced to home a uh, home house arrest <laughs> oh. Six, 37 months he's been sentenced to 30 his name okay this is a true story out of kansas city his name the guy's name is lawrence john ripple he was sentenced tuesday to six months of home confinement he could have been sentenced up to 30 he could have been sentenced for up to 37 months in prison but it was reduced after the public defender told the judge that he had heart problems and he called the robbery a cry for help and of course as you rewind the tape and find out that he only robbed the bank of 227 dollars 227 dollars that's all he took <laughs> so they gave him three months pro, uh three years probation 50 hours of community service and he got to sit at home with his old lady for the next six months and can't go nowhere <laughs> talk about irony wow that's crazy. that's crazy would you would you commit a crime just to get away from a month <laughs> that's the question <laughs> that's i mean that his wife needs to she needs to think about some things. I mean, <laughs> if he did all of that, she needs because you know he could have went and got a divorce. He it's it's a lot of things he could have did, but he's just like shit. I fuck it. I'm just gonna go to jail. I'd rather be in jail than deal with her. That I mean, 
Wow. Yeah, nah, said, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna commit no crime, stay out of my house. You gonna have to go. <laughs> now of course now here's the now the now the wife actually came to court with him. Uh, uh and say what? Well she didn't say anything. She didn't she didn't speak, she didn't say anything, but he but he continued to stress in in in, the, in a previous court date that he no longer wanted to be in that situation with her. So I, did they file for a divorce? There's no or? story on whether or not they filed a divorce, but they <laughs> the judge making them work it out. He told them just like Bill Cosby judge told them told that jury, y'all, y'all gonna stay here and figure this out. <laughs> wow. You you want another funny robbery story? Have you have you heard of the Black Hoodie Bandit? The Black Hoodie Bandit. No, fa- this sounds fascinating though. I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah. The, the Black Hoodie Bandit actually is my cousin's mama. Okay. Now, she did something like that. She wrote a note, gave it to the bank to to rob them. She robbed a couple banks. I mm-hmm. can't remember how many cuz this was uh, I think this happened in 2015 or something like that. Right. But this is the thing. She worked at the damn bank. <laughs> so oh, people Lord. knew her. So she worked at, so she tried to pull a Vivica A. Fox on set it off looking ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. She done robbed the bank. And then you should see the, the, uh, the, what is it called? They costume, they masks or whatever. They, you oh, know how they show. But she didn't have that. She just put some shades on, and it looked like a uh, a black hoodie because she the black hoodie. She had a hoodie on, but on her hair it was like one of them fishnet stockings, you know, that right. they wear. The right. cooks used to wear, and some glasses. Right. Like, girl, is you crazy? <laughs> that is funny though. And this is your kinfolk. <laughs> well, no, she's not my kinfolk. She's my cousin's mother. She's oh, not my okay. kinfolk. She my cousin, baby mama. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, oh, yeah. so, but did she? But, but here's my question: How many did she get? Multiple banks done, though? Did she just did the one? No, this fool hit up ten. Wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Wow! I am impressed. Well, she deserves yes. a round of applause for that. Cause that's keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Getting like a grand total of money she took, like there was like a certain dollar amount that she hit. Uh, I never heard that. I never got that. But um, yeah, she hit up ten. Wow. And you know, and it was a little store, the little banks, you know, that's in Walmart, the first convenience. Right, right, right. right. It, it was that because that's what she was. Well, she actually worked in the one in Kroger over here in Desoto, off thirty five, <laughs> and she gonna go rob them. It's like. Everybody in the store know you, fool. <laughs> hey, but if she hit 10, I mean, hey, hey, if she hit 10, that tells me she knew what she was doing. <laughs> That's that kind of skill. I mean, I could I couldn't bring myself up to to come up with a plan to just do one. Like we all like like front if you want to. I, I know everybody listening to this is gonna front, but you've thought about it. You've thought about yeah. it. You've seen a movie. You thought about it, especially once you heard a story of how somebody actually got away. Because there been yeah. people, many of them who got away. You thought about yep. plotting it up how you was gonna rob a bank. You just ain't got the gumption to do it. That's right. Oh, the comment, I, I, ain't, the I ain't gonna even lie. Every time it's time to pay all these bills, and I'm looking at this check, I be like, "Dang, what yeah. if I just wrote them a note?" And I can just write them a note. Just give me an extra twenty thousand. Just, just give me, me everything. Just give me everything you got in the drawer right now, so I can pay all these bills this month and I can get away with it. And don't hit no button, no die packs. Don't tell nobody I did. It. Right. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I've heard of a story like that uh, uh, back in Louisiana. I mean, it was I never forgot this. This this actually happened uh, a couple of days before I left to join the army. I was supposed to ship out. Uh, there was a guy. He came into one of those those sub, like a uh, supermarket. It was a Win Dixie, and they had a bank up in there. And the guy walked in, robbed the bank, and th- they say the only from all eyewitness accounts, the guy just completely walked out of there and walked completely away, and nobody called him. Still hasn't been found to this day. And hmm. and I'm just sitting in my head thinking to myself, this now again, this is happening a few days. Before I'm leaving, <laughs> before I'm leaving home for good. So I'm already thinking in my head, how can I pull this off? I, 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 <laughs> because I'm, because the funny thing is, I'm sitting there, I already did the analyzation. I already looked at it. Okay, I see the gas station. I already knew that I was riding a Greyhound bus. I see the Greyhound bus station is parked directly in front of the supermarket, which is like right there. It's like like across the street. So I could literally wait until the moment I'm about to get on the bus, go rob the bank, get on the bus, and go carry myself to the army with a bag full of stupid money. <laughs> but, of course, you know, I ain't got the gumption to do that. <laughs> but I've heard these stories before, and it makes you think, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. I can pull this off. I can do this. You, you can sit down in front if you want to. Nah, like I said, I ain't, ain't going to do it, though. I, I don't think I have. I'm too scary. I, I don't have an appreciation of the penal experience. <laughs> I don't have any appreciation of the penal experience whatsoever. Nah, I don't want to go back. I've been, so. I've been, I've been in jail. Well, uh, I've been mm-hmm. to jail. I ain't trying to go to the pen. No, mm-hmm. I don't have appreciation. Of that. I, I, I've heard enough rap songs and seen enough movies to know that jail ain't really the place I won't go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. being here with my kids. Now, if I ain't had no kids, then yeah, I don't know. I don't Wait, know you be out here in the streets thugging, thugging like I, that? I don't know. I mean, a couple of people been done got slapped upside the head, mm. and, and you know. But I think about my kids all the time. I don't think like, about my kids. I just think about the fact that I don't like going to jail. <laughs> That's all I need to keep me myself in line. Because, like I said, I I've escaped the penitentiary several times, not literally, just figuratively. And many of the things that I've done in my life. So, you know, that's why I say I was once a savage, but now I've been saved. I've been saved. I think I could get through it because, shoot, they got internet and everything. One of my friends in the pen now, he be on my Facebook page How? liking stuff. How? That's what I, I don't know because I sent him a message, dude. How do you get to Facebook? But I guess they can't use Messenger. But he'll like, like stuff on my on my um timeline so i'm gonna write him I, well i wrote him but i never mailed it for his birthday and then i wrote him again and i ain't never mailed it so i got like three letters i need to send oh, to him oh my goodness i don't I, I, I guess that's what it is though the, i mean they should have i mean I, convicts should have access to their day i don't want them to have access to social media i mean what you tweeting about <laughs> We, oh yeah, well he in, on there. We in the A block chilling today. Yeah, y'all chilling every day. <laughs> what else are y'all doing? Shooting rock with the with the homies. Yeah, you do that every day. <laughs> what, 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 what do you have to report on? <laughs> girl, well, see, he doesn't. Girl, he doesn't. Mondays. <laughs> he he doesn't. Nah, he he doesn't leave. Uh, he he can't leave comments. He he. Well, he's never left a comment. Uh-huh. Yes, he has. He did. He left a comment about my grandma. Okay, but um. But for the most part, it's a like and it's something short. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they post and like we post. That's what well, I'm trying to figure out. Are yeah. they posting like, like you know, 
Oh, we over yeah. here. Oh, like like posting uh, pictures of they 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 trade they trade for the meal. Oh for the no, day. no 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 no. We got no, the, I we think got the commissary just... bomp in the day. Here's my ramen noodle mm. special. Here's, yeah, I'm gonna show y'all nah. penitentiary nah. jail videos on how to make the best grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> no, I think he just gets on and he has. I it seems like he has time to like check his his uh timeline. Okay. And then he goes through and comments, probably on his brother's stuff, his mom. Well, I don't know if his mom is on there, but, like, my mom is on there. He'll talk to my mom. Like, I think um, I think that would be cool if they had a social media page and they, you could, like, just send them messages of encouragement and, you know, keep your head up, that kind of thing. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, but I was just curious. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody who's made a mistake and, and, and landed in the penitentiary. I understand the circumstances and stuff like that. I almost landed at myself, but I was just curious as to the whole social media and being in jail thing. What what can you do on social media when you're in jail? I, I just find that fascinating. Well, I almost went to jail today. Oh, uh, Lord. Father's Day is uh, right around the corner. Oh, Fa- Lord. Father's Day and Sunday. What and you the know, hell is wrong with you people? Somebody called talking out the side of their neck. So. Oh, it's Father's I'm Day. Like, Let that man talk out the side of his neck. <laughs> no, because if you're a father, if you are a father and you are um, able-bodied, you should, you should be with your kids on Father's Day. This is true. Period, point blank. There shouldn't be an excuse in the world as to why you can't be with your kids on fire, especially when when your kids want to be with you. You ain't working. You're not working. Mm -hmm. You're not in the hospital. Okay. Why you can't see your kids on Father's Day? Well, I can tell you this. I I know I did this a few years ago with with my man Antonio. We had the father, the male's Father's Day spectacular extravaganza where we ain't taking, we ain't had no damn kids with us. We spent the whole day doing stuff that we wanted to do. And we went, we went go. Yeah, but you live with your kids. Don't get me started. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. You live with your kids. But I didn't spend the day with my kids. I didn't want to spend Father's Day with them. You live with your kids. Yeah, and, and you see your kids on the regular, but when you just pick and choose, oh, okay, six months down the line, oh, maybe I need to go see my kids. Well, then that's, you're not a father then. You're not that, being a father. A, you're not, that's the problem. You're not being a father. At this point, you're either being a sperm donor or just a money a money dad or whatever, they, uh, a child support case. You're well. not being a, you're not being a, a father. I mean, a father... You have to, as a father, you have to make the effort to see your children. You have to have that want and desire to see your child. I, I mean, that's that's period point. But like, I need to see my kids. Like my kids, like I don't really have, I don't really like my kids will be the first to tell you I got a boy. So there's really no no talking talking going on. But I have to get home every day to see them. That's just me. I have to see them. I have to wrap my arms around them and hug them. I mean, that's just me. I need that every day or else I don't feel like my day is complete. That is how a father feels. But they, well, you, apparently you, not. You got these uh, dudes, but you got these dudes, like you said. Like you said, they they want to pick and choose when it's convenient for them to be a parent. So, yeah. So, uh, I think we got it worked out, though. <laughs> so, yeah, because I know you, you, after yeah. I finish getting talking, yes, I'm like, yeah, listen, yes, that's how it normally happens. Uh, you you know what? Work, you give him that work, he shuts something. up and he gets right. These kids are my daughters are seven and eight. I said, You're gonna blink and they're gonna be 18 and they're not gonna have time for you. 
I said, you know, just because they live with me every day, that doesn't mean that I don't spend time with them because just being in the house with them is not enough. Mm -hmm. I still have to, even though, yes, I get up early. Yes, I'm working two jobs right now. Yes, I'm looking for a third. Yes, they're, you know, I got to put them in camp. I got to pay for all this stuff by myself. No, you're not sending me any money to do this. But right now, your daughter still think that you are the best thing since sliced bread. And you are the person that is about to mess that up. Because mm -hmm. they getting older. Mm -hmm. They got their own little minds. And now I don't say nothing. I don't encourage them to do a damn thing. Because if they'll they do on their own. They'll figure it yeah. out real quick. If they don't say, can we call our daddy? I don't say, here, y'all call. I used to do that. Here, call your daddy. Ask him how his day was. See how it is. Nah, nah. I, I, I told my girls because they need to see how I interact with men. And, you know, that, that and that's why my kids don't see me with no man. There ain't no man coming over to this house. Um, there ain't no, no whole bunch of men. I'm on the phone with this one, that one, and the other one. Mommy on a day. Mm -mm. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but it's it's a way to show your daughters that. But, you know, if, if I got to tell my daughters, call your daddy. Call your daddy. They going to grow up thinking they got to call a man. Call a man all the time. Right. No, he should want to be he should want to be around you, especially especially if you got a daughter, man. You got real. You got two little girls. You should be picking and, you know, people see him and they're like, dang, your little girl is so cute. I'm with my little girl, I pick him up and we be out. And, you know, it's easy to say that when they're not sure. Of course. But. Of course. Everybody but I mean, but I feel that way. You know, it's that I'm like, yeah, let me get my little girls dialed up. We gonna go out. Well, you know, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, I be dog tired, mm -hmm. and I make sure my kids cute. Now I might be looking busted from the, the you know, blow up, but my kids always look good, and right. we gonna have fun. And you know, yes, physically and um, for health wise, yeah, I got to pay for it. But this the only time I got with them because right. when they get. 14 shoot my feelings was hurt when the girl uh, my babies wanted to join girl scout i'm like well that's taken away from our time right but they're growing up so i, I had to tell them dude they seven and eight now they seven and eight today you're gonna blink and they're gonna be 17 and 18 and they ain't gonna want to do nothing with you right so right. you better get your kids come Look. see your daughters get your mind come right see them come on man i need you to get your mind right man <clears throat> And he uh, well can can we all go out now? Cause you ain't my daddy. <laughs> I don't want to go nowhere with you. Well, why can't we? Cause I don't want you back. Oh, I don't want you back. There you hey. go. Talking that ish. Same. Talking that. Don't want to hear that. No. Oh Lord. Well, it's time for us to get up out of here. <laughs> hey, that's my song right there, Leela James. She said, I don't want you back. All right. All right. So it's time for us to get up out of here, uh, wrap up the show today. Uh, of yep. course, catch us on Facebook Live. If you, uh, yep. if you just like our Facebook page, uh, jamming on the J O B, J A M M I N, on the J O B, like our Facebook page, and you can catch the live show uh, when we pop it up. It just pops up, and we go busy and we talk about whatever was hot. In, the world of entertainment that day. 
Yeah, and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. It's all jamming on the job. And then you can catch us live on radio tomorrow at, um, you can pull it up on your on your little computer at work, mykiss1031.com. That's right. Check us out. 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. She takes the, uh, the first part of the day and does 12 kisses in a row. And uh, then she gets her inbox and all that other good stuff. And I come in with my tomfoolery with prizes and all that other good stuff. Uh, yep, yep, yep. 1031com Also on the Radio Pup app. Uh, 103.1 Kiss FM. If you're in the CTX, you can join us every day. And of course, you know what it is. If your boss ain't letting you jam on the JOB with us, then he is messing it up for everyone. Give him the finger. <laughs> we out, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Catch Jammin' on the Job weekdays from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. on today's R&B and Old School, 103.1 KISS FM.